Laura. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm I'm uh, I'm catching a Squirtle. <laughs> I used to have a friend named Squirtle. You had a friend named Squirtle? Oh no! Wait, wait, wait! Damn it! Why do they keep running away? All right, hold on. I'll turn it off. I am obsessed. I have an obsession. I have a Pokemon. Yeah. My name is Laura, and I have a Pokemon Go obsession. Yeah, I'm not into the Pokemon Go at all. I've never been into Pokemon anything, so not really my bag. But yes, I do. I'm aware of people who are obsessed with Pokemon Go. You are surrounded. It, how can you not be surrounded by people who are obsessed with uh, Pokemon Go? So well, I kind of am because people my age, like that's we grew up with Pokemon. Like I think I'm right on the cusp of like being a little bit too old for it. But it's like a lot of my friends who are younger. Um, and my unicorn who's younger, like obsessed with Pokemon. Yeah, I am legitimately like I had I, I know nothing about Pokemon, but I have an eight year old niece who slept over. And uh, and then so she got the brilliant idea to uh, install it on my phone because she was convinced that in downtown Toronto, there would be a lot more Pokemon to catch than there would be in the suburbs. And she was correct. So she installed it on my phone under her password. And then the whole time that she was here, um, she basically taught me, she's teaching me how to use it and what to do. She's eight, so she doesn't really know, but she knows everything about every Pokemon, like who they are, what their names. I didn't know what a Squirtle was. Um, and now I'm, and now I'm obsessed now, legitimately, um, I've taken control of her app (laughs) and she, she plays on it maybe like an hour or two a day. And I am like, my walk home has become like Pokemon hunting. (laughs) It's just sad. It's so sad. I can't. I can't. I don't understand. I Like I said, I grew up in an era where it was like, I'm familiar with Pokemon, but I've never been into Pokemon. But for me, it's not even, like the Pokemon part, is like I don't know anything about Pokemon. So to me, it's the least interesting part of it. But um, like if you're someone who likes to um, geocache, do you know what geocaching is? Yeah, I actually accidentally geocached recently. Did you? How do you accidentally? (laughs) Well, I was kayaking and I was in kind of like a weirdly remote part of this like uh, environmental center. Mm -hmm. And I found this like little beach and I went onto like I brought my kayak up onto the beach and I was like exploring the area and I found this little, I don't know, area. Yeah. And there was like a... Uh, like a Tupperware container. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? So I picked it up because I'm nosy as hell. And I was like, sweet, new Tupperware. Um, and there was a, Ew. There was, <laughs> like on so many levels, but go on. Well, it was, the thing is it was watertight. And I was like, oh, that would be good for the kayak. Like put stuff in. Um, you had a castaway moment is what you did. You had a message in a bottle castaway moment. Yeah, exactly. And there was a Nepalese, I think it was Nepalese money inside. Yeah. So I was like, oh, sweet. That's really cool. And I realized that this environmental center was like a geocaching yeah. thing. Like people go there for that specific reason. So I actually accidentally stumbled upon someone's and I totally took it and didn't put anything back. Oh my God. That's, that is uh, not cool. You're not allowed to do yeah. that. But um, I, 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 okay. I was peered pressure into geo for, for, if our listener doesn't know what geocaching is, geocaching is basically like a scavenger hunt, but you do it through an app. And so when you get someplace, you can kind of click into it and it gives you clues for how to get to a certain place. And when you get to that, not even clues, well, when you get there, um, there's a little present 
And so you leave a present, you take the present that's there, and then you put a new one, and then you go on to the next kind of stop. So uh, I have a friend who travels as much as I do, and whenever we would meet in the same city, he would force me to geocache every single time. And I would resist, and I swear you end up having the best time. And it's such a good way to like discover a city, right? Because you end up in these places, usually walking, that you would never uh, end up in otherwise. Yes. So it's a great way to kind of explore. But it's very bad form not to leave something. So are you going to like kayak back and no. leave something? No? That money is mine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Italy is in your future and you're, you're going. I didn't take the Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> but it was tethered, so I couldn't have taken it anyway. <laughs> oh my god. Because <laughs> yeah, they like tethered it to the thing. And they left, I left a pen. That was there. I guess I was supposed to write something and leave it, but I totally didn't. Nice. I didn't have any paper. I did look for something to write on, and I I legitimately didn't have anything to write up. And I didn't have anything to leave. I thought about leaving something, but I didn't have anything. That's part of what's cool about it, right? Is that uh, clearly the last people who were there were, like, Italian. And it is kind of like this thing about how... Who was there in that moment before you were? And where did they no, come from in the from world? No, it was from Nepal. Oh, it was from Nepal. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, thought you meant, I thought it was like Italy. Sorry. I thought it was like a Milanese or something from uh, Milan or whatever. Okay. Okay. Well, that's even cooler. Maybe it was the Dalai Lama. Maybe. That would be awesome. He'd be super pissed that I didn't follow the rules, though. Oh, my God. That's, so, yeah. that's really bad karma. Uh, you, I mean, like, how bad do you have to be to get the Dalai Lama to be mad at you? Yeah, that's, so that's not like good. bad karma. That's basically like you and the Chinese government. Yeah, that's not great. And now, and Whoops. then now I feel bad about it. I didn't before, but now I do. You should because you know that means that Richard Gere is mad at you too. <laughs> that one by okay, default, not so much. <laughs> Dalai Lama seems pretty chill though. I feel bad. Yeah, I know he's a cool dude. Poor guy. Oh well, what can you do? Well, uh, you know what we should actually develop, like the like geocaching in Pokemon Go. What? A hockey go. Like an NHL go. NHL go would be like Where the go, best thing ever. You can like collect, yeah, you can collect like players or logos or mascots from certain locations. And then for as many points as you get, you get discounts on like merch or tickets or whatever. Or like um, if you go to a certain area to collect a uh, player or whatever. Um, you can go to a certain place and then have exclusive videos that you can only see if you go yeah. collect on your Hockey Go app. Like if you ever go to a hospital, Bo Bennett can be there as like a <laughs> message to you. <laughs> Welcome to UPMC Medical Center, <laughs> my home away from home. <laughs> or if you go to like a Tim Hortons, you can have uh, Sidney Crosby serving you a cup of coffee and Ryan O'Reilly ready to run you over. Yes. Like yeah, I love like the idea of having like, exclusive videos that you can only collect on Hockey Go or NHL Go. Yeah, I wonder what they would evolve into, right? Because you, yeah. um, so wait, like you collect Pokemon, and then if you collect right. too many of the same thing, you're supposed to send them to the professor. We can send them to Evil Batman, and yeah. he can evolve them into something, something money grubby and like larger than life. I don't yeah. know. I love it. Yeah. I think that, yeah, we should just. Mark this moment of intellectual property. Yes. So that if anyone ever comes up with a hockey or NHL Go app, we get the credit for it. So like dibs, basically. We call it dibs. Yeah. Dibs. NHL, Shotgun. NHL Go dibs. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, the, the downside is that, like, do you honestly think that the NHL would ever do something that cool? No. No. So we're screwed. But if they do, we're rich. 
Yes, but we know they won't. So there's that. So they, yeah, no, so we're kind of hmm. not rich. Not rich because they're too <laughs> lame. Because the sport we follow is too lame to ever do something that cool. Hmm. I know, but that's like I think this is legitimately the best idea we've ever had. Yeah, and we have a lot, including of starting ideas. this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was a great idea, which we came up with in like 10 seconds, by the way. Yeah. We literally were just talking one day and we're like, we're hilarious. We should have podcasts. And within five minutes, we were ordering microphones yeah. off of Amazon. Yeah. How lame is that too, right? Yeah, we're like, yeah, the, we're, really we're the two. And, and that's, you know, that is fate. When one loser with a credit card meets another loser with a credit card <laughs> and an idea is formed. <laughs> yeah. Two Amazon Prime losers. <laughs> you know, I haven't used that microphone once. I, yeah, I never use it anymore. It's such a pain. It's so big. It is. And it's like, I'm like, I'm not packing that thing. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm never going to pack this thing. It sounds so much better though. The sound on this sucks. I should totally use it. It I'm sorry to all of my listeners, but I don't use it because it sounds terrible. But you know what? Until we get sponsored by Blue Apron, uh, that's not happening. As soon as Blue Apron starts sponsoring us, then we'll know we've made it. Whoever, yeah, whoever's in charge of that, if you're listening, (laughs) I could use a Blue Apron sponsorship. Yeah, there's a Canadian version. Maybe we can get them to uh, to sponsor us. Because I'm really I, down with getting Blue Apron for free. Oh my god, you can test it for free. Uh, it's so good. I use it, and it is the best thing ever. You want to know why? I haven't done groceries in three months. Yeah, that's nice. That's the I best the part. Store. Oh my god, and because it, it gives me anxiety. Yeah, it's the best. So it's like you're cooking all this yummy food uh, that I would never. I like. I'm telling you, I've boiled things I didn't even know existed. In like the last three months, I'm like, I did not even know this was a grain. How is this grain yeah. being kept secret from me all these years? I didn't know. That's awesome. I've also eaten things pickled that I didn't even know, and I pickled something. I pickled pickles, cucumbers. Really? Yes. I'm wanting to make um, half sour pickles. Well, I did it. I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah, because I I had these pulled pork steamed bun thingies mm. with uh, pickled radish and. Uh, pickled radish and cucumber and it was delicious have you noticed that there is not one thing that we cannot turn into food yeah i'm done with that yeah this is sad we've just turned every topic we talk about turns into food eventually yeah that's my life yes. welcome yeah mm-hmm. uh yeah all right let's talk about hockey all right um you so first. we have been doing the fans from faraway lands which rhymes and we're delighted with I'm gonna. Um, I have to admit. I'm gonna say this right now. Um, I made up that name on the spot. I didn't know it rhymed until I said it out loud <laughs> on the podcast, and then I started laughing because I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm hilarious!" <laughs> like, how did I not even? That's basically the theme of this podcast: yeah. is us saying stuff and then laughing because we're hilarious. It's like that's why we don't need an audience, right? Because uh, <laughs> we're like, we think we're so funny. Why did we don't? Does it even matter that anybody else uh, listens to it? We can just listen to this thing. I don't know. If I didn't have to listen to my own voice, it would be much better. Yeah, I've kind of gotten used to it now. I don't hate it as much as I used to. Yeah. I'm becoming Mariah Carey. Um, <laughs> so we decided we were going to do the questions we were asking our fans from Faraway Land mm-hmm. so that um, they didn't feel left out. So the first question is, what's your favorite hockey word? My favorite hockey word. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? We can, you go first. We'll okay. go at the same time. My favorite hockey word is I love it when players or um, refs are referred to as zebras. <laughs> I love that. I don't know why. I thought it was hilarious the first time I heard it. 
And uh, now it doesn't, it, people don't say it a lot still, but when they do, I love it. I love hearing it. Yeah. And then you can just dehumanize a referee. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's I a think cute my favorite animal. Is muffin, which oh, makes me laugh. Muffin is good. Yeah. It's like a really weak shot that kind of like is so weak. It like hangs in the air for 20 minutes and should be really, really easy to stop. Um, there's actually a video somewhere of like a young Evgeny Malkin, like when he first came over and he's like still a teenager and really awkward, which he's always awkward, but mostly (laughs) awkward as a teenager and didn't speak hardly any English. And, uh, I think it's Ryan Whitney. No, not Ryan Whitney. Mike Ruff? Uh, Malone. Malone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, like trying to get him to talk in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. And he says something about. Someone, I feel like it's uh, Peter Sikora. He's talking about his shots being muffins. <laughs> it's hilarious. Just, I love. And actually, in that interview, Evgeny Malkin is wearing a T-shirt that says, Searching for a Meaningful One-Night Stand. <laughs> so there's young Evgeny Malkin, basically in a nutshell. I would pay money to hear Gino say muffin. Oh, my God. It's so good. I'll try to find the interview and put it up. Find it and put it up because that sounds like with the T-shirt and him saying muffin. Does it's it so get good. any better than that? Does he interview? Who else does he interview? Do you remember? I uh, know because I only care about him, and no. he's like basically <laughs> he chases Evgeny Malkin down the hall and like literally grab like physically accosts him. How have I never him. seen this? That is that is it's brilliant. So good. That is oh brilliant. my god, I'll find it. Okay. Okay. What's your least favorite happy one? Oh, um, I hate it when they refer to a hockey stick as a as a twig. Oh no! Wait, what was the other one that I? What's the other one that I hate? Um, oh man, I think, okay, I'm going to go with that one. Cause I can't remember. Oh, a biscuit. Oh yeah. I don't like it when they refer to the puck as a biscuit, which I should because it's food related Yeah, and I love that, but no muffin. Back yes. In, biscuit. No. Back when I was playing Bantam or midget, I can't remember <clears throat> my, um, hockey coach would like, he yelled two things. He would yell, put the biscuit in the basket. And he would also yell, set the table, set the table. <laughs> Those are the two things. But that, that's like all I remember. But I when you told me that, I'm like, I don't get it. I don't understand what setting the table means. <laughs> First of all, what's a guy doing yelling, setting the table? Second of all, yeah. I don't understand how, what that has to do with hockey. Please explain to the non-hockey. I have to be honest that I don't think half my team understood what the hell he was talking about whenever he would yell it. But basically, he just wanted us to calm down and set the play so that we could get our life in order and score. Oh. Um, so, yeah, it was basically just calm down and set it up properly, like set up the play. I see. Um, but, yeah, he, that's, he just yelled that constant. And all I could think, I, all I still think of is Thanksgiving, and I just <laughs> picture turkey. Yes. Oh, my God. That's exactly what I was thinking of when you said that. Yeah. Just a giant turkey, which okay. just makes me hungry, and we're back to food. And we're back okay. to food, as always. <laughs> there we go. What hockey sound or noise do you love? Oh, I... Um... What do I love? I I I love. Hmm. Oh, I love the giggle honk. <laughs> the giggle honk is uh, wow. my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> it never doesn't make me laugh. It always makes me laugh. It, I mean, the I feel sometimes we mock him into being self-conscious and so that he doesn't do things anymore, and it's kind of like so sad. It's like, oh, the younger generation will grow up in a giggle free environment and it's not fair <laughs> how about you what's I think your he favorite still does it just not in public i know but it's kind of like throw us a bone crosby <laughs> we haven't had the giggle honk in years come on i agree it's so good honestly okay what's your My favorite is much less funny um it's much more sincere which is 
me, honestly. Um, my favorite is like the sound of skates on ice. Whenever you carve that sound, yeah. that's the best sound. That is a great like sound. after like I haven't skated since you know last season. So whenever I first start skating again, it's like when you first put on skates and get on the ice again after a long summer. It's the best damn sound. It is. It is a great. Sound. I miss it so much. I love it from the. Uh, the uh twenty four sevens, the the uh yeah. winter classic stuff when you hear yeah, that they use oh, that so well. So good. So good. Okay, what's All next? Right. Next is what sound do you hate? Oh, oh I have two. Uh oh no, wait, I have two with the you know what else uh what noise I love? The Batman booze. <laughs> I love hearing Batman getting booed. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, okay, so but my least favorite is the Washington Capitals goal siren uh, uh, horn. The siren, yeah. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate. Um, first of all, it's a siren in Washington D.C. How is half the audience not ducking in for cover? Like you, uh-huh. you're very close to Washington D.C., right? Yeah. That sound is an, it's a trigger for ninety percent of the people in the audience. I just think it's so inappropriate. Yeah, I totally agree. Also, there's a goal like horn in um, Ottawa, and whoever is in charge of that goal horn is the most annoying person on the face of the earth. Why? What do they? Why is it? It's just they always blow the horn for like 20 seconds at a time. It's so irritating. That is annoying. Yeah, they're really annoying. Um, My least favorite, I think, is the ping of the crossbar. It's just brutal. Oh, I know. Unless it's in our favor, but even then, it's kind of like it's nerve wracking. As a player, that's the, and especially as a defenseman who never scores, yeah. it's a rough sound. <laughs> it's not a good one. Wait, what's that word? What's that word again for the one that the French word for the defenseman Limoge for the for the defenseman scoring on their own net? Yeah, they need a better word for that. Yeah, I mean, own goal is basically what people, most people call it. Yeah, but we need like a what's a self-destructive. Like doing a Kanye, or I don't know. We need some, we need something that refers to like self-destructive uh, behavior of scoring on your own net by yeah. sheer dumbassedness. There. Yeah. All right. Uh, last one. Okay. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear the hockey god say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oh, welcome, commissioner. <laughs> so you're the one getting booed now. <laughs> Who would boo me? I'm delightful and Canadian. The gods are gonna boo you when you enter. <laughs> oh my god! But they only boo the mean people. No, no. <laughs> I'm just saying you would be the. Oh my god, you're right. Oh yeah. well, okay. Well then, uh, deputy commissioner. <laughs> no. yeah, you know, all right. This might not be as good. Okay, you're right. Uh, I think I would want to know the future, so I think I would want them to say the Penguins are going to win the next five Stanley Cups or ten. So you're making a deal with the hockey gods. Those never end well. I don't care. I'm already dead. I mean, how bad could it be? That is very true. That is uh, very true. Eternity, however, is a really long time unless you believe in reincarnation, in which case. I believe actually in nothing, so I'll do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't care either way. I mean, like, why bother when you don't know um, coming up with theories about yeah. what it's going to be? It's like, oh, we don't know. I can't I can't even bother. I would much rather think of theories of like, uh, well, I love absurd theories. That's just what I'm not into <laughs> for some strange <laughs> reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't care. I would totally make a deal. 
you're making a deal. I don't need my soul. It's fine. So wait, what did they tell you? Are we going to win? I don't know. I'm not dead. (laughs) (laughs) What what if we uh, killed you and then revived you really quickly? (laughs) No? I don't know if I would have, you have to make sure I have enough time to have a conversation and barter my soul. You did promise to come back as a ghost. Yeah. Right? If that's possible, I totally would. To haunt us. And and our co-host, Ben. (laughs) The new co-host. Benjamin will totally take over. We'll have him on. Yeah. I know, he totally will. He's just waiting for me to die so he can take over. Yeah. Well, we'll so have to have him mysteriously, on. it's totally Benji. Benji, I think he's the only one that is looking forward to the hockey season more than we are. Could it be? Yeah, maybe. Well, let's see. How desperate it's been, it's is been he? A brutal summer. Well, the thing is, okay, I'm so desperate, I bought tickets to the World Cup. Oh, yeah, that's true. He lives in Toronto also. So who, who is desperately obsessed and uh, going through hockey withdrawal more, me or Benjamin? I think you. Yeah. The World Cup is brutal. I know, right? Like, for shame. I have no excuse. It was like, honestly, it was like shame dialing, shame purchasing. It was the whole process through which we were buying tickets. It was like, <laughs> I'm so ashamed right now. I hope nobody's following me. If anyone's monitoring my internet purchases, I'm just so embarrassed. There, I have no excuse. None. Remember yeah. when I had dignity? Remember? Well, I mean, I was off work for nine days. Because um, the family I nanny for went to the beach, and I bought everything. So I understand. <laughs> I spent so much money online shopping that I should have. I should have like, gone to Paris. You should. Yeah, you could have gone to Paris for what it was. Yeah. Uh, oh, that leads into one of our asks. Does it not? Uh, yeah. Or is it too early for us? No, let's do asks. All right, let's do asks. Oh yeah, what was the last thing you bought that you were really excited about? Um. Do you want to go first? No, you go first because apparently there's like a $800 or a long <laughs> list of stuff. Yeah. So when I was off work, um, REI is like my happy place. Like I would just buy everything at REI basically. Okay. Explain um, what that is because if you're Canadian and don't have REI, it's um, like an outdoors manufacturer. They make everything. It's like a hatch of L.O.B. Uh, no, we don't. We have oh, mountain Jesus. equipment what co-op, and uh, uh, excuse me, we invented the wilderness. What are you even talking about? <laughs> I don't think that's true. Let's move on. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, they have. Uh, I'm really into hiking and uh, kayaking and fishing and doing anything outside that I could possibly do. Um, so when I was off work, I basically bought new equipment for all of those things. I bought like new fishing stuff. I bought um, a bunch of new camping stuff. I bought a new tent. I bought a new sleeping bag. I bought oh my uh, God. some stuff for kayaking. I bought so I just bought everything. Wait, bought is everything. it is it on sale now because it's end of season? No. Oh, dude. No, they did just put up a new like outlet online. REI did. It's called the Garage, which REI every year has this garage sale where they sell stuff that has been returned that's still in really good condition. Uh-huh. Um, like if you return something that's brand new and you've never used, they'll put it in the garage sale and it's crazy discounted. Oh, nice. It's like, it's Christmas. It's amazing. It's, I got a pair of hiking boots and a pair of Chacos, which are like uh, river shoes um, that I use for paddling. I got both of those that are together, like $300. I got them both for like $50. Is it is this the, um, I want to learn how to paddle. What's that paddling when you're on like a surfboard or whatever it is and you're paddling? What's that called? Paddle boarding. That's paddle boarding. Okay. Yeah. I want to do that, but only not in shark infested waters. Like on a like on a lake, maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can do it like in the Bay, I guess. Yes. We do a lot of stuff in the Bay here. Um, and like I recently went to near the Bay Bridge in Maryland. And so it's like the Chesapeake Bay and the water's only like two feet max, four feet deep. So you're probably safe from sharks there. Yes. Did you hear about that? There, it's somewhere in uh, somewhere along an ocean border or or a, or a lake border between the United States and Canada, these bunch of drunken Americans, or like they had um, yes! these. Those, did you hear about that? Like they're yes. on the they're they're tubing or something, yeah. and then these winds come across and they blow them into Canada, and then the National Guard <laughs> has to come out and rescue a bunch of drunken. Uh, which I think the irony of that while Donald Trump is running for uh, president. Thing. I think it was just their excuse and they were secretly trying to flee to Canada yes. to get away from all this. That, Cause that's what's going to happen in the future. You're just going to, you're just going to get on those boards. You're going to find like, me on over. a tube. on like floating to Canada <laughs> your, in November. Your hair will keep you afloat. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That was hilarious. Right, so, what was the last thing you bought? Oh, also, I bought a um, electric toothbrush, which is oh, awesome. that is uh, that is good. It's very um, exciting. And then like? my unicorn got so jealous about it that he bought one too. Oh, uh, well, now you've got matching ones. That's good. <laughs> I know. That we're we're good. disgusting. Go ahead. <laughs> I bought. Um, oh my god! I bought a, a bag. I bought. I, I spent so many years not being able to buy uh, any kind of purse that wasn't. Uh, like it, it, it had to be really, really tiny so I could fit it inside a carry on travel thing. Right. So I'm like, I can buy like a tote. I'm going to buy like the biggest bag I can find. So I went online and started like researching, um, what kind of bag to buy, like what's a good one. And then I got to the store and I'm like, Oh my God, suede. I'm from Vancouver. I can't have, I haven't had suede in 13 years because everything <laughs> rains on it, like sinks right in. I'm like, I can justify this purchase for like yeah. three months and then I'm going to have to buy something leather, I think. But I, I, I bought this beautiful All Saints bag, uh, suede, burgundy. It's absolutely beautiful and I am um, in love with it. And I made friends with the salesperson. So, hey, <laughs> I'm getting invited to in-store sales. Nice. Or like these, I don't know. You know like Sephora has that stuff where they hire a DJ yeah. and they bring people in? Like that. Yeah. But for uh, expensive leather goods. Nice. Me and my friend Lindsay always go to those together because we're both um, <laughs> VIB Rouge members yes. at Sephora, which yes. means you spend $1,000 a year on makeup, which is so shameful that I can't even. Um, but so we always go to those things together because they give you free food yeah. and there's free drinks and yeah. you get tons of free stuff. You like I've got tons sister. of free makeup products. Yes. Oh my God. They're the best for, they're the it's best amazing. for that. I, that's why I am obsessed with the tote because the, you know how, like if you're a member, like one of the Rouge members and stuff and you go in and you yeah. buy something, sometimes they give you special gifts. Yeah. Okay. Well, they gave me this, um, they gave me this tote bag that is absolutely beautiful. It says Sephora loves Toronto. It's the best tote bag. And once I started uh, putting it on, I'm like, I can fit everything in here and it's super comfortable uh. to walk in. Um, so I fell in love with it and I'm like, I need one of these, but like in leather and then I'm yeah, good. Okay. So that's what started this whole bag obsession. <laughs> Every time I find a purse that I like, it's literally like two grand. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like I found a purse last year when I was looking for a new one. Um, and it turns out like, I was like, Oh, I really like that one. Mm-hmm. And then I clicked on it. It's Burberry and yeah. it's literally like $2,500. Yeah, I know. You know I what I spent like, like a 
because I bought this one and that was almost like my gateway one. I'm like, I can justify this. It's not cheap, but I can justify it. Right. And yeah. then it immediately, like the second I owned it, I was like, hmm, Balenciaga. you know what I really need what I really need is like a uh, leather bag like from there as like an investment piece it's almost like once you can justify it there is no end to what it but then I was like you know maybe you can justify it if I go to consignment stores yes and I found myself because I couldn't find anything else that I liked so I found myself like well you know I would carry it for a few years right and I because I have no problem spending like two to four hundred, like that's within yeah. my reasonable range. So I'm like, you know, if I carried it for like five years, yes, yes. it would be fine. Like whatever. No, I'm I insane. I know I'm trying, and then I'm like, I, that's what I'm doing. Because I even looked at the consignment stores, which I think is eventually what I'm going to end up doing. There are ones yeah. that you can buy like from a consignment store, and it is a a, a, a lot cheaper. Uh, than buying it new and they're already kind of worn in and if it's a good leather one then it's not that bad but it's um it's like you look at that price tag of them new and you're like dude that's rent that's more than rent yeah for one month so that's rough yeah. that is that's rough. the thing like yeah my rent is less than two grand mm-hmm. a month um it's like are you gonna live in your bed like what how yeah I don't, I don't know I, I don't know. make an. I'm a nanny. No, not till we start making that Blue Apron money. Yeah, right. <laughs> Once Blue Apron sponsors us, I'm buying that Berkeley bag. That's right. Come on, Blue Apron. What's what's the holdup? <laughs> we've mentioned your product on the show so much, like we you're already sponsoring us. We just took you hostage. Exactly. I mean, really. <laughs> I mean, like we could do that. Or we could wait for the NHL to sponsor us. Yeah, that's not happening. No. We already stole their best app ever idea. Oh, so, right. or not even stole. We created it. Yeah, so again, if they want to implement it, they're going to have to pay us the big bucks. So yeah, we've either got some intellectual property money coming or some Blue Apron money. Either way, I'm either getting way. that perfect. Either way. Oh, hey, maybe those uh, pink razors. Like, you know, <laughs> like those, those like Bix for women oh, yeah. that are like pink? Because yeah, otherwise, how go. would we know to purchase them? Yeah, and they're $20 more than the blue ones for men. Of so. course. Of course. Because everyone knows we're more hairy than men. <laughs> Totally, especially my legs, which have like no hair on them at all. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Let's move on, shall we, before we get off on the tangent, nice. which we've already been on for 10 minutes. Um, okay, next question. Hi, Laura. Hi. I'm moving to Toronto next week for school. And since you just moved to Toronto, I'm wondering what the best parts have been and what the worst parts have been. Thanks. Also, real fast, Toronto, Laura didn't just move to Toronto. She's actually from Toronto. She just moved back to Toronto. Yes. However, however, uh, I didn't remember anything about Toronto. (laughs) I'm like, like that Drew Barrymore movie where she doesn't remember anything that didn't happen in like the last, uh, you know, maybe I only remember things that happened in the last 50 first dates. Yes. Yeah. Except that she remembered everything that happened in the past. I only remember things that happened in the last, like say two weeks. Like a goldfish. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. That's exactly what I'm like. I'm totally a goldfish. So yeah, no, I didn't remember anything. And then I also think that people are just flat out lying to me. So this humidity business, I don't remember that. I do not remember this humidity business. And let me tell you, it sucks. How long has it been since you've lived there? In Toronto? Yeah. 13 years. Yeah. So in that time, global warming has advanced a lot. So to be fair, it probably wasn't that hot when you lived there before. I don't, I, I don't remember. I moved to exactly the same neighborhood that I lived in before. And um, 
and I don't remember. So, but okay. So for, for right now, I can honestly say that the weather is the worst. It's the worst. I don't know where you're moving from. Um, if you're in Ontario, you'll probably be used to it, but coming from Vancouver, uh, I am not used to it. I am, uh, <laughs> I'm not used to it. I like being outside a lot. So it's been a struggle, I have to say. Um, but I'm adapting. I think for me, the hardest part is um, I wanted to adapt right away. I gave myself like three weeks and then it was just like rage and frustration that I that I wasn't <laughs> completely like in my groove already. And uh, I think you have to give yourself time, especially if you're moving away from home and going to school. Like I was just knocked over by the amount of change and I thought I'd be able to handle it really well. And, and that I didn't was like really shocking to me. And, um, but you know what? Life doesn't work on your time frame. So <laughs> I guess it's one of those things that you have to learn. Um, so yeah, the, the weather was, is my least favorite thing. Um, what I'm, what I'm remembering and what I love about Toronto though, is that there is so much going on. It's like Toronto is one thing after another, after another, it's a little bit like living in New York, right? So it's like, um, you've got concerts all summer long. You've got, um, you've got, uh, what's it called? The, uh, like the, the masters, the, 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 the tennis open that happens. And then that's followed by the Toronto international film festival. There are all of these, um, outdoor street concerts and things that happen. That's a, this is a city that, that there's something happening all year, uh, round. And that is pretty cool. If you like museums and places to go and the restaurants are amazing. Um, if you want to go out and explore and have things to do, it is an amazing city, uh, for that. And I have to say, um, after, you know, like Vancouver, so laid back and so mellow, it is kind of cool for that. You know, one, I do have one criticism of Toronto and I don't know whether this is just a Toronto thing or whether this is, uh, or whether it's not, but I find that like it, it happens in L in LA, I find too. It's one of those cities where you kind of off the cuff make plans with people and then they just don't work out because um, that's just the way that people talk in Toronto. Oh, like, hey, yeah, we should do this and this. Uh, and then those plans like never pan out. And you're like, wait a second, I thought we had plans for Sunday. And it's like, but you'd like never hear from them again. And it's kind of like, oh, I remember this. I remember it's from living in Toronto. Um, but Vancouver's not like that. Vancouver, you make a plan with someone and then you're they're there like the next day on your doorstep and you're like going out. So, um, so, so there's things that I'm getting used to, um, the way that, uh, that Toronto works. Um, so yeah, there's that, but, uh, but yeah, have fun, have fun. You're going to love it here. If you want recommendations for people to go, I will ask, I will ask people, Ben, Ben knows, right? He asked, he told me where the gelato was. Yeah, Ben definitely knows. He knows a lot about where the food is. I always see on his, uh, blog and on his Instagram, there's lots of Toronto food. Yeah, I have to ask him. I'm on a hunt for the best cinnamon bun and the best granola. <laughs> so I don't know whether he knows. He has a beard. Maybe he knows about granola. I don't know. I don't know. We have local granola here. That's amazing. It's called Michelle's. Send me some. Which I'm also partial to because that's my middle name. <gasps> Is it really? Yeah. All right. Let's. See. We don't want the stalkers to get too much information here. So we'll. Yeah, I'm just kidding. That's not really my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, what else do we got? Is that it? That's Did we do all the ass? Get out of here. Yay. I need to go to the pool. <laughs> You're going to the pool? I'm going yeah. for all day breakfast and hunting Pokemon. I'm going to Chipotle and then I'm going to bring my food baby to the pool. Oh. <laughs> <Your food baby laughs> Me and my big food baby, Tommy. 
Okay, so next week, clearly, we're going to be talking about whatever the hell Kanye did, uh, does today or tomorrow uh, during that VMA festival, which I'm sure is exactly what he wants. But, you know, we'll roll his eyes at him and throw him a bone. Why not? That'll be next week. Oh, and if um, there are any foreigners, if there are any fans from faraway lands, we will be doing another one of those episodes soon. So if uh, you're on and you want to answer the questionnaire, even if all you want to do is the questionnaire and maybe you don't want to be interviewed, then uh, let us know and we will, um, so yeah, like PM Amanda or I, and um, and we will interview you because that was fun. I love hearing from people from uh, non-traditional hockey markets. Yeah, and you don't have to be on the show. We, we'll read your answers if yeah. you don't want to do that. Hope we get it. We understand that listening to your own voice is a super painful experience. But you don't have to listen to it. You'll know what happened because you were there. I'm just saying, if you don't want others judging your voice or you, we'll read your answers. They can, can judge you, us. How bad can your voice be? <laughs> like I'm they on. already do. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right, go send us stuff to misunderestimated at gmail.com or you can do misunderestimated.tumblr.com and send us an ask. Um, you can visit us on Twitter, which we haven't tweeted in like a million years because Laura forgot the password. I forgot the password. The well, things happen. <laughs> it's misunderestimated with no E at the end. Uh, what else have we got? That's it, right? Uh, I'm going to say yes because I can't remember anything else. So, sure. All right, see you next week for All Labor right. Day in the U.S. Woo! Woo! Okay, bye. Enjoy, enjoy your uh, Chipotle. Yes. Say hi to your sister. All right. Well done. Bye.